I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. Well, we're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Oh, wonderful Wonder Wednesday. Um, Great to connect with all of you. Uh, see people getting in the chat. Hello there in the chat, the sacred space of empowerment. Also, a bit of my sound engineers letting me know how the sound is and co-hosts. Um, if you're in the chat or you just maybe you're perusing by and you want to listen by phone, that number is 347-539-5122-347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. Getting my decaf latte here. Mm. Get your tea, get your coffee, whatever your beverage, and come join us. So, got a good uh, program today, great podcast. Have George Lizzo's will be on at the second half of the program talking about Protect Your Light, which is a book. We're going to be diving into that. All right, so like so. Um, oh, also, please, I'd love for you to connect with me um, on my YouTube channel, Soul Awakening with Michelle Mache, or you can just put my name in, subscribe, get the notifications, and most importantly, comment, let me know how you're doing and what you're going through. We've got a great group that's starting on the, um, starting to really kind of congeal or come together there. And also on my Instagram, also is Michelle Mache. Uh, connect with me there. Also, let me know how you're doing. Do a Soul Insights Monday mantra and then some other uh, posts also to support you on your path. So one of the things tuning in with the guides today, um, I was really connecting in with uh, that we're you've probably been feeling like you're in uncharted waters or uncharted territory. A bit like you had the, the map or you had the schematic and now something's changed or is changing. You may even begin to feel that what we call through the etheric, right before things manifest physically, that something new is coming in or you're going in a new direction. And a lot of times what people want to do when that starts happening is push something. And the best thing to do is just pause or wait. Um, I was actually on a, doing a walking meditation. And at one point I could feel the change. And I just kind of paused, actually took a picture, and could feel it. And it's like, I don't know if you've ever seen, it's like a weather vane. You know, we are these amazing transmitters and transponders or broadcasters, right? We're broadcasting out into the world, the universe, 
constantly and to each other. And we're, we're not only broadcasting our frequency, but our frequency through our experience, our expression, our actions. And we can change how we're broadcasting. We can begin to change the frequency because what we broadcast on a consistent basis or transmit comes back to, through us and to us through situations, people, circumstances. And so, you know, a lot of people, it's interesting. Am I, this, I did a pick a card for the rest of um, 2022. That gets six months. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and I did what to expect. I did some predictions. And some of them, I mean, were pretty interesting. Like, I, rem- I don't remember all the soul stories. I did three, and it's candles. Um, you could pick a candle and or a card. But one I particularly remember because somebody commented on today, I kept getting the name Don or Donovan. I kept saying a Donovan, which is really not a, you know, common name. And I kept seeing Las Vegas, someone going to Las Vegas. And this person, I don't know where they live. I think they live in Canada, actually. Uh, had visited Las Vegas and met up with somebody, her and her, her partner met up with somebody named Donovan or something like that. Anyway, it's in the, it's in the comments. So, and, you know, I'm getting more and more messages of people saying, how do you know exact things with some people? Like someone wanting to move to Italy or away from Italy, you know, this, and I'm like, it's because you're great podcasters it's what you're transmitting so you know it really really does work it's it's quite phenomenal it's quite it's fun it's interesting and and that's kind of why I started doing the um, YouTube videos because of that phenomenon it's just it's it's very interesting that you can pick up like I said like the weather vane the direction of the wind or what's coming in we're picking up those signals. And some of it you could say is also sonar, like similar to, you know, uh, dolphins and whales. And then there's that interpretation of the signal that's coming in. But really it's because there's this, I'm tapping into a certain group or collective and what they're experiencing. And as that collective or group, as we get closer, even if I don't know, I don't need to know someone or see someone. It's the energetic patterning that I'm connecting in with through the etheric into the astral, into the akash, and sometimes up into the the, the um, definitely the akash, the soul level, and that spiritual connection means that whatever you're focused on, whatever you're constantly thinking about, whatever you're questioning or having a question about or praying about goes into the ethers. And we're just enough in alignment. There's enough resonance or coherence that I'm picking it up. So it really is like a two, you know, 2G, 3G, 4G, 5G. It really is this attunement vibrationally on a certain particular broadband or that uh, where something's being broadcast like right someone could be listening to fm radio and they're not going to hear am and vice versa they're listening to am they're going to pick up fm or they're listening to internet radio unless you're turned into the interweb you're not going to pick it up or someone's watching a film on netflix or amazon and someone else is watching YouTube, they're not going to pick up those, those movies. 
you know, unless they're on that frequency, on that. So really just know that what you're putting out there does, does come back. And the actions. And when you couple the intention with actions, it really gets strong. All right, so like, let's see if we got, we've got callers here. 347-539-5122 is the number. Press one on your keypad. Now, I do see some people in the queue, but you don't have one press. So that's, I'm just thinking that you're just listening. But if you press one, then I will pick up. So what you do is if you press one, then when I pick up, it unmutes you. All right, so just giving you guys the options. Let's see who we have here. Hi, welcome. You're on air. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Good day. Good day. Who's this? Yeah. This is Sunray. Hey, Sunray. Hey. It's so good to connect with you. It's been a while. (laughs) I know. Have you been feeling the shift in energy of new stuff coming in, hysterically feeling it. Um, yeah, I literally, I was like, okay, I have to, because, like, my work has shifted when I, like, go in to work and whatnot, so before I was able to kind of listen in and call in, but now I've been having a lot of meetings, but today I was like, okay, I really need to call in because I need to ask you about, you know, I'm just experiencing a lot of, like, time stuff, like, I have no concept of time anymore. Um, like mm. yesterday I was working, doing things, and I was all of a sudden I was like, oh, wow, it's like already 10 p.m. at night. I feel like yeah. I just woke up. And then like today I'm here right now again, and I'm like, I feel the same feeling, but I'm also seeing a lot of, um, like I'm also seeing beings, and I'm seeing a lot more physical um, yeah physical things like in the air and and the, you know, things that normally you would dream of, but now you're starting to actually see it in the physical reality, the material, but it's not really material. It's like using your intuitions and also seeing and feeling it and then it manifests. And so it is kind of a little, like, not scary, but I'm like, in combination with my loss of time and then seeing these things, and I'm like, how do I cope with that? Or, like, who do I talk to? I'm like, yeah. what do I do with that? Well, or if you have, like, a guy yeah. telling tell, tell you to tell me something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to make some time to kind of connect into that part of that aspect of you, and that will have we are less um, dense. Uh, some will also call it the shadow people where you're seeing something or someone to your side, like light being, it's like you can feel a pet or feel a presence or you can see it and feel a presence. Um, I know that it's very interesting in my YouTube videos. Um, some of them, when I rewatch them or I'm editing, I'm seeing these orbs and just flashes like above, almost like a, like a rainbow shape in arch. That's just a mm-hmm, light from mm-hmm. one point to the next. So one of the things to yes. So one of the things to know also, yes, it's um, you know nature, life, light beings, but it's also other dimensional aspects of yourself that you're starting to connect in with more. So mm, kind of like interstellar. Yes, yes through 
through like the that. subtle energy. Yes, because we, uh, this, I would say 5% or less, even less, of who and what we are, this icon or avatar aspect of us that people can see. Uh-huh. We're these, yes, concentric circles, rungs and rungs and rungs of light just extending out or, you know, so as you're getting more into the subtle energy, you are picking uh-huh. up these other aspects. You're picking up, it's almost like sometimes, oh you know, when right, you're walking or doing something and you feel something and you turn and then you realize it's just your own shadow or you saw a flash of something in the mirror, but it's you. So a lot, yes. so right now, yes. And that's why kind of at the beginning of the podcast I was talking about this uncharted territory, uncharted waters, is that we really are extending out of only operating through the icon or avatar part of us and about oh. 15 feet out. Yes, we're, we're used to only the personal space of the aura, and we're going actually beyond that now. Okay, got it. Okay, I'm, I think I'm understanding. Like, if, you, if I think about it since like one thing that just like a download that's recently you know, come to me is that like coming back to that every day is magical every day there's miracles but then also that you know I'm choosing to plug into this matrix I'm choosing to wake up every day and be part of this magic and the miracles manifestations that I can create but if I'm also just waking up into this body I'm not or I'm not only just waking up to this body I'm also waking up to the fabric that is a part of the body and a part of the world and nature. So by definition, yes. I also have control over the extension beyond just my physical body. Because that, that's kind of like if it's a game as a matrix, you can do coding to, yep. you know, it's like Sims, like the Sims, for example. You're not only just the body, you also control the house and the things in the house. And yep. so and if you, you can yes. hack the motherboard and then craft different codes and all that stuff. So that is a realization that I've been finding. That, that, that is us. That's um, why. Yes, that is us. So, and that is using the higher part of the brain and extending an awareness. And as we extend an awareness, when we're recognizing we're the awareness of awareness, that our consciousness raises. So, yes, it's very much that. That it, it's, you know, this experts, neurologists, people that study the brain, psychiatrists talk about, oh, you know, we're only using 10% if that. Well, mm-hmm. your brain to me is like just a processor. There's something beyond the brain and beyond the mind, you know, which is consciousness. Mm-hmm. So starting to access mm-hmm. more of that, you're going to see, this is a really important to Sunray, when we access more consciousness, we have to see a physical manifestation of it. Now, it may not be mm. right. mm-hmm. Yeah, it has to. Because everything has a spiritual or metaphysical component to it. So we, if we, whatever we focus on consistently and keep experiencing kind of physical or material plane manifestation. Now, that could just be an interaction. Like, I'm sure you've felt this. Like, sometimes you feel so much joy. You feel your heart opening or a new opening, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, God, I'm meeting all these neat people or cool people, or I went to this cafe, and they were so ch- near, cheery and nice. And mm-hmm. that's why I would mm-hmm. say we need, to, we need to focus on the quality of energy of people and situations we want in our life. Because if we're connecting into that quality of energy, 
then mm-hmm. you will manifest it. So you're mm. connecting in. Yeah, so your shifting that you've been doing on the various levels, whether spiritually, on the, you know, spiritual, soul level, kosh, soul akash, astral, shifting mm-hmm. emotionally, that's the astral, then the etheric, which is the energy the before physical manifestation, that mm-hmm. links the higher realms of chakras, like yes, the soul chakra and, and above. Yes, and above, and the, and the earth star chakra. Mm. If you've been playing in those realms, dancing in those realms, extending in those realms, then you're going to start having the manifestations of it. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I guess, I guess I, as I continue to expand, I'll continue to find people and the pod and groups and frequencies that will align with that and understand that. Because sometimes I feel crazy if I, like, talk to someone like that. Sometimes I have to hold back and be like, yeah, I see beings. And it's like, <laughs> but also, you know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> to the, to the, to the um, I guess, like, the fillers, you know, there are, there are entities in this. Um, programming that are fillers, they just come in, they fill, and then they move on. But when you have a conversation with a filler, they are, it just kind of goes over their head. They're like, I don't understand that. Well, yes. I'm not going to say a lot of people have these experiences. Um, you know, and it's funny, too, because there's, there's, there's more, I mean, more people are having them or talking about it, even on a more scientific point of view or people, I was listening to a podcast the other day, Lex Freeman, and they were talking about it's consciousness, but from the scientists was talking. And it's just so interesting because they have certain metrics of exploring and testing, but that what they don't realize is their tests and exploration are contingent old consciousness. In other words, you know, when we extend in consciousness, it's very hard to test that that you've extended from, because the the metrics that you were using are old. You know what I mean? Even if it's even if it's minutes ago. So a lot of people, especially scientists, they're they're saying it's plausible, it's possible, manifest this or that or other dimensions. But yet, because they're not experiencing it which I find interesting. They're not experiencing it. They don't yet totally believe it. Well, there's something to experiencing something. So, yes, you're probably going to have experiences that not a lot of people are having or will understand because they haven't yet experienced it. Okay. That's why in my channeling workshops and, 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 and courses and the, the, uh, the psychic attunement and getting more – I actually show and teach the, the the frequency that people need to align to and how to align to that, how to adjust your body and your mind, mental frequency. So people have that experience. And then they're like, oh, my God, that's it. I can feel that. It feels different than every day. Oh, my God. this is." And that's really the only way. Um, how do I want to say it? You know, the tax- other way. It's taxing, though. It's taxing. To go back and yeah. forth between those dimensions, it takes a lot out of me to, like, go from, like, one dimension to another dimension and constantly be shifting throughout all these dimensions. Well, maybe if you just know that you are in all those dimensions and you're just shifting your awareness, you know. I mean, I do know that higher vibrational energy 
right now anyway because and, and, and we're working on our body to change the you know the up level to handle this uh, our body is is challenged right now in handling in other words it feels really good but it does tax uh-huh. the body and my understanding yeah. is that will change down the road but we're having to evolve into that where we can handle the higher vibrational frequency on a more consistent basis uh okay okay because we still need a lot of rest and when you're at that higher it's just a faster moving energy it's lighter but it's faster Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's the part where i was talking about the time where it's like because i'm living in this higher dimension now time doesn't like time is like like a blip yes yes yeah it can do two things it can stretch and seem like it's taking so long or you have all this extra time or it can Uh be just very quick. It's, it kind of molds to what you actually to what you need or what your attention is. So if you're needing it to move more quickly um, for whatever reason, your higher self, then it will. Mm. Okay. Wow. Thank you. I love it. Beautiful, insightful, resonating insight i appreciate you oh, so glad much Michelle. yeah thank you for the, uh, bringing mm-hmm. the question and the insights and you know a lot more my understanding is a lot more people are going to be experiencing this because it's it's releasing the stronghold of the lower dimensional aspect of just the ego and the and the wounded ego even the positive confident ego the healthy you know wholeness part of us but the ego in in all its forms as as that gets subsumed into our higher consciousness through the the higher self connects us more to our soul eventually we will be soul beings in other words just a seamless connection from you know this avatar out picturing will just completely experience and express as the soul no intermediary needed no higher self no let me pause let me think about this no just a complete effortless seamless connection mm. yeah mm. yeah mm. beautiful mm. beautiful mm-hmm. 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 I can feel it yeah. and I can see it. Oh, I love that. <sighs> oh, wow. Well, I, I would love to connect with you um, later down this month um, more time because it's my birthday coming up on the 25th. So be nice. I'm oh, sure wonderful. Of July? To, to get a session. Yeah, of July of this month. Yeah. So if I wanted to get oh, a session cool. with you, do I just email you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can... Um email let's see either info is probably best at soulplayground.life that'll get straight info playground playground.life info at info uh-huh. info at soulplayground.life soulplayground yeah okay yeah dot okay wonderful dot life 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 all right you take good care good to connect oh you too michelle likewise beautiful happy for your expansion Right? Yeah, thank you Love so much. It. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yeah, this is a wow. I mean, it's great. Look <laughs> We're here. doing it. Multi-dimensional reality. 
Yeah, and they came in existence. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Take care, of, <laughs> Take care of yourself, Michelle. Uh, bye. You too. Big hugs. Bye. All right, loveys. Press one on the keypad if you have a question, a comment, or you want a reading, or just a chat. Three four seven five three nine five one two two is the number. Press one on your keypad. Let's see who's here. Hi, you're on air. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. What's your first name? Vince. Vince? Yeah. Hey, Vince. Hi. What's your question? Or Hi. Hi. Well, I want to find out if I, I could get a reading. I'm, I'm just really down right now because I'm, mm. I, I lost my job. Uh, I was on, um, terminated. Uh, I was on probation. I was terminated for something I didn't do. They didn't even call me in the office to question me or nothing. So right now I'm out of work. I've been denied unemployment because uh, of my termination. So they're, they're investigating it right now. Okay. And I just wanted to find out if I, if anything's coming up because if I don't get a job like yesterday, I'm going to be in, in a real bad situation. Mm, okay. Let's see what's, um, now, have you been applying? I'm feeling I've been you're... applying like crazy. Crazy. I've been applying okay. like crazy everywhere. I have I have Every... gotten some interview offers, but then I canceled them because their 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 pay is so low. Okay. You know, it's... you might have to take something kind of intermediary, is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I feel like. Just. Kind of whatever, yeah, there it is now. Okay. Um, and they're going to take a while to investigate or whatever's going on there. That does not seem like a quick process. Oh, yeah. Is that uh, oh, yeah. it already been going on? Yeah, already going on. Yeah, it, just, say, it just started. It just, oh, no wonder that it just started. Okay. So yeah. I would say you just need to get something until this other part sorts out, even just energetically. It, it may not be right. something totally to your to your liking. And also there is a shift in the field that you're going to be working in. So there's something changing about where you're working or what kind of like, – I'm getting field. I don't know if that means department or field area, area of work. Something's changing with that. Yeah, something okay. could be helpful to you to you though um, there may be some kind of either review board or what do you call it like appeal or something it's definitely going to be a longer process I do feel you'll be heard but there may have to be an appeal on a decision or an advocate someone that's going to help you through this that's why I'm saying okay. I would just get something now any kind of job just something to get the, the money in and get you out and about so you're not you know, stuck inside your apartment, home, house, head, you know, routine that you get out a little bit and get some other influences uh, to kind of uplift right. a bit. But it does show it does show somebody is going to be helping you. Yeah. Uh, and someone. Well, in, well, in November, in this, this past November, uh, it, well, let me put it this way. In July, I got a job as a temp at a, a company called Mel Container, 
which they make uh, cans for soda companies and their breweries. And, and um, I was uh, fired from there because I had, somebody said that I went into a machine without locking it out, which wasn't true. And I just recently went to a job fair there, uh, and the, the um, manager, he's the new HR manager there, um, I talked to him and I told him what happened, and he said that I could come back in November and reapply because I have to wait for a year, and I'm just wondering if I go back in November to reapply, will they rehire me? Oh, you could if he's he-, he could be the one I see helping, but you're definitely going to get something before then, is what I'm hearing. Okay. I, I, yeah. So, yeah, I would, because it does show, uh, unbelievable, but through all of this, there is going to be somebody helpful, supportive, that gets you something back in and more to your liking. But right now, just take whatever you can to get the energy going and help shift, uh, you know, bring it up a bit. And and that'll be also... Okay. Yeah, because I did have a job at a phone phone interview this morning with a company, um, um, that they make um, the the um, well, insulation for homes and whatnot, uh, and she said she'll let me know tomorrow. It's really good money, um, and uh, it's it would be perfect for me. So I'm just wondering if that's going to come through. I I don't know. I see you getting something though, and it's just saying takes. It's not going to be in your field that you were doing before, and. Right. Then, then comes the help, the support. So if that's this guy getting back some kind of appeal or action or he helps you with your your record or whatever that went on there. But it does okay. – I mean, this is kind of a – it's an uncomfortable, you know, blip and difficulty, but it does show things bouncing back. Like, thank God that's over. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's done. Yeah. All right, okay. you take care. Keep us posted, okay? You too. Will right. do. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. All right. So, like three four seven five three nine five one two two is the number. Um, if you're just listening by phone, that's great. If you have a question, comment, or you want to read, press one on the keypad. All right. So we're going to. Um, wow. Very interesting. Little. Um, Kind of blips, but difficulties right now for so many people clearing out old energy, old patterns, right? Patterns of thought or thinking or patterns that we took on that aren't even really our true patterning, um, which that is one thing that's really important right now is to look and see, does this fit the true me, where I am and where I'm going, what I want to create? You know, too, what you guys one thing that I've really been um, vibing on and asking the guides and oversouls a, a lot about is this great juncture that we're at where there is more of a active co-creation or creation of our life, especially if you feel like you've been living a life that you just had responsibilities or it was kind of by default, right, default living, Somehow you found yourself someplace, whether it could be good also. It could be amazing. I mean, I've had some amazing things happen in my life that I just didn't even plan on. Um, And they just happened. And then it was like a succession of them. But there really is something right now in 
it's still going with the flow. It's still being in part of the universal flow and not pushing things. But it is also an understanding of the co-creative process within us and harnessing that energy to create a much more fulfilling life from a soul level. One of the things that's happening is our manifestations that come more from the ego and or wounding are really being stopped. And some of you may have had this experience where before you could just make something happen, you could push it, you could, by your own lower will, make it happen. And now there is this energy that comes in from the higher self that stops that. And not some of it could be to help you, you know, avoid trouble or trauma, difficulty, something difficult to get from getting out of, going down a wrong path. But also think of this, inconvenience. One of the other reasons, and again, it has to do with time and, and timing, moving from time into timing, is that there's a lot of intervening right now by the higher self or through the higher self, the vibrational frequency of the higher self from the, coming from the soul, where there is this intervention, delaying something, slowing something down, stopping it, or, as Sunray was talking, speeding something up. Why? Timing. So we get to the t- more of the timing of a situation to then have the insight and understanding to make a decision or some kind of reveal. You know, like on reality programs, they have the big reveal. Well, we get a reveal. Sometimes it's a big reveal a lot. Most of the time it's a little reveal. But then it lets us know. And so at the beginning of the podcast, I was talking about this energy that you can start seeing where you're going or next big steps or next, you know, decisions to be made or what's lining up for you. You can begin to feel it energetically, like you're being pushed like a wave. If you've ever been out in the ocean and you're kind of bobbing around, the wave will carry you, right? And I don't mean big splashy waves, but you can kind of feel the, the, like the wave lapping up against the shore, right? Well, it moves things along. You can, and, if, and if the wind, let's say the wind is spirit, if the wind shifts or changes, then it gets you in a new direction, right? So that's taking place. And so what you also want to do is you want to look and see what is going on with the people around you. The people and situations that are around you are going to be indicative of what is coming in for you, what is manifesting. Now, if you don't want that, it's not in alignment to your highest good, then you need to see, is there a pattern? Is there a relating pattern or behavior pattern? Is there a belief that's distorting the energy? All right, I think people, 206, did you, 947206? Some of these people, you guys are hanging on, but I don't know if you're wanting to, let's see, you want to get on air. So again, the number for those of you that are considering it, 347-539-5122. If you're listening by phone or hanging out um, and you want to get on air, you need to press 1. Press 1 on your keypad, and that's going to let me know that. See, a lot of people are just listening by phone in the chat. The book is that he just wrote a book. It's called The Gift of Depression, my little scrapbook, catchy title. Yes. Wow, wonderful. 
Okay, there you are too. Yeah. Sometimes people walk away from the from listening, and then they yeah. It's not. I'm not ignoring you. It's just sometimes when I pick up, people are like, "Oh, I, I'm just listening by phone." Okay. The next call. So three four seven five three nine five one two two is the number. Press one on your keypad. Those of you that are in, you know, listening by phone, if you want to chit chat, press one. Or you want a reading, whatever's happening. Hi. Hello, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. This is Debbie from Puget Sound. I wasn't planning to call you in. I wasn't planning to call you in. I was listening by my phone, and then you recited my first, you know, six (laughs) numbers, and I thought, yeah, I've, I've got to follow the guidance, so I'm calling. <laughs> okay. I felt like that was, you know, the angelic realm so giving me an invitation. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely it is. I kept seeing 206. Yes. I'm like, come on, come on. What is <laughs> Listen, before I say anything else, I wanted to thank you again always for your YouTube. And when you were under the weather, uh Two, two videos ago, not the not the uh, not the July not the not the July one, but the one before that, I could see your energy coming off of yourself, out of your hands, off of the cards, oh, and off of wow. anything anything you touched. Beams of white light were just you know moving about, and it was absolutely wow. beautiful. I wanted to tell you that, and that was when you were under the weather, and I felt like you were just so embraced by all, A-L-L, all. And, yeah. Oh, that reading, the one you, that I, I came, I said, oh, I'm not being feeling, and I was nasally? Yes. Yeah, that, I know, that felt really good, because I had been resting and deep within, and then I just had, I got this amazing download from the guides, and then I'm like, I got I to gotta share this. Um, yes. So that's interesting that you saw that because I did feel very like kind of held, buoyant, kind of like absolutely, and that's what I mean by all. You're supported by all, and wow. also you know um, I've been taking oxytocin for for uh, decades, and it's not pronounced oxy, but I call it oxy as short. Also, silly coxinum and the the double C acts like an X. So, um, but nonetheless, that's a fabulous uh, homeopathic. I've been taking that for probably twenty years, and I never remember. I've written it down. Oxysilicum. <laughs> I, I it's I know it's not. I'm not saying it right because it's a long. Okay. It has. Yeah, but you knew what it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I knew what it was immediately when you were t- you know tripping over the multitude of letters. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I just, like, get to, like, the first part. Boy, that stuff really does. If you catch it in... Um, in time, yes. In time. Well, right actually, away. I had got sick, and I started getting better, and then I started getting worse, and I took it, and it took the, the symptoms away. So I don't know what's in that. I mean, I know there's quite a few things, but it's just magical potion. Um, I love yeah, homeopathy anyway. Homeop- I do very well I with do homeopathics. Too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, I'm so grateful for that. Yes, yes, box flower, yes, indeed. So since you you recited my numbers and I've had this topic on my mind, but I've been very hesitant to say it because I know in the past you have given me assignments 
when it has anything to do with relocation. In the, um, okay. in the past, you suggested write down what it looks like, write down what the people are doing there. I don't have to no, know no, no, what no. there. Uh, the quality. What? No, 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 no. The quality, not writing down. So when you think of uh, what's the quality of energy that you want to experience? Like okay. some people might be, I want to be very, yeah, of the people and the place. Like one okay. of my clients I did that with, and, and her whole thing that kept peace, peace was like no matter what happened, no matter what's going on, and she ended up moving to this very quiet place in the mountain. It was just drawn. It opened up to her. So, Got it. Yeah. Then, so whatever the quality, yeah, yeah. Not necessarily what the people are doing, but what's the quality, like artistic. Like I need to be around people that are artistic, you know, creative. Yes. Um, yes interesting unusual you know though yeah qualities of energy or characteristics is another thing yeah got it well and i'm always focused on spiritual qualities but i understand what you're saying artistic and creative as well yeah has to be all of it the the more that you can identify the type of energy you want to be around um actually in the beginning you probably heard this when sunray called in and i was saying yeah, metaphys- so whatever we're experiencing metaphysically, what, and mentally, emotionally, whatever we're experiencing, if we do it consistently enough, it has to manifest into denser physical reality through some kind of form and or interaction. Right. I get it. And I, yeah. I'm glad that you took, I'm glad you said the word quality. Now I know what it, what it was that I was missing. Yeah, because if you, I, I've, ha, I've worked with, I gotta tell you, Debbie, I've worked with so many people. Well, let's say twelve to fifty, maybe more twenty, like twenty, um, that move someplace and they never considered the people or the vibe, and they're like, oh, I love this or that, but oh, I don't like the people. I hate the food here. They don't eat this. They ate that way. And I'm like, well, did you even think about? <laughs> where you're moving, yeah. you know. Sometimes we want to move someplace that looks nice, but if we don't mm-hmm. tap into the energy of the place, it's never going to suit us. It's not going to suit our soul. Yes, and that's really important. Uh, it's really important to me right now. I've moved so many times, um, purposely and chosen times and times that I just or chose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I'm I'm I spend a portion of every single day doing my inner work. I feel so much that I must help myself as much as possible with what I know and when I don't know. I'm very grateful that you have made yourself so available in so many platforms, Michelle. It's just absolutely phenomenal that you you have you're like. Uh, the pollinator you go around and you you spread your knowledge in 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 ways that people can say okay i like to put salt in my food i like to put pepper in my food so you're the salt you're the pepper you're the sugar you're the milk you you know you're you're everything that creates this recipe called the new paradigm that we're trying to digest and i'm i tell myself every day it's easy for me to download the the wisdom of the new emerging consciousness. I tell myself every day I can easily assimilate and navigate and come forth, guides. Mm. You know, I 
I do what I can and I, you know, part of me wants to say the word desperate. I'm, part of me is, acts like it's desperate to minute to succeed mm-hmm. in this in this new time. What do you want to What do you want to succeed in? Um, I I think the the sentence has to be the not moving anymore. I want to unpack my suitcases. I have had my suitcases packed for two years. I really would like to unpack them and be, I know to use my life wherever I go, and I do that even at the grocery store. (laughs) You know, I park my car. If somebody needs their cart taken back inside the store, I do it. But I I want to get settled. I don't know what it is that I'm missing when I do clearings. I I just don't know what it is. Well, you what, never what? unpacked there? Did you never unpack? Did you never? Correct. I went to, oh. I went across the country. I went across yeah. the country. My, you know, my, my, what time was that? That was my fifth time driving across the country to help my childhood friend after the death of her parents, which I considered my parents. And I did that. I fulfilled it to the best of what I knew. It was during the pandemic. New England was nuts, like unbelievably, with the pandemic. You know, you couldn't drive anywhere. They with you. Um, it, it was nuts. Oh, really? This, oh, yes. And this was where the bulk of my long-term friends are, sprinkled throughout New England where I'm born. But it was so Puritan and so petrified at the same time, I thought, I can't do this. An opportunity came from uh, the um, – uh, the Seattle, uh, not really Seattle, but that county of Washington uh-huh. State where I was, li- where I had been living for 10 years and the, the opportunity came back around and I said, you know what, I'm going to take it. It's a house. I can afford to rent it. And, um, uh, you know, now I'm facing it again where the time is coming to a close of this opportunity. So, um, there's got to be something I'm missing when I keep getting confronted with this. Obviously, it's millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, have you looked at what kind of, what you want, what lifestyle you want, where what you're drawn to? Yes. Uh, you know, part, part of it is, part of it, I guess, is still tucked away in a, remote corner of my mind that rears its head every now and then, but that, that doesn't, uh, that's, you know, I miss my life from Del Mar, but that doesn't exist anymore because, you know, that's changed. I've changed and I was there for a purpose and it was led there. Spirit even said, get to Del Mar. Didn't know what a Del Mar was when I heard that, um, in my head. So, um, uh, so I was trying to, you know, I was looking at, okay, what did I do that I didn't finish? And so I was saying, okay, but those are ideas that are not finished now for 10 years. Are they obsolete now? Do they not apply in this new emerging consciousness? And that's what I mean by I want to succeed in in being able to navigate this new emerging consciousness. They don't want to be like a leaf in the wind. Well, I think that's what I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast. I'm, I'm hearing touches of this with what you're sharing is the 
more active part of conscious creation, moving forward into that. You might start with online community and get to know people and then see what opens up there. Sometimes going back for a visit, if that resonates to you, going back to Del Mar for a visit and then starting from that. Most importantly, I feel for you is is about con- it's it's about you connecting. Where is it best suited for you to do what you want to do in your life? Yes. Well, yeah. what I what well, it, you're also looking what I, for community. So I would say probably yes. one of the easiest things is to connect, start connecting with people, whether meditation groups, courses, classes. See, see what opens there. Sometimes we okay. meet people or people suggest things to us. Um, and then feel out the, you know, feel out the energy. Feel out the energy. Okay. Yeah, feel out the energy. Yeah, absolutely. Will do. I've written down everything you've said. <laughs> okay, good. All right, well, let us yeah. know. Keep us close. I love when you call in. Let us know what's going on. Thank you, Michelle, and thank you for everything. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Big hug. Bye. Okay, I think we have time for one more caller. Let's see if our guestie's calling in. Hi, you're on air. Hi, yes, my name is Nicole. Hey, Nicole. Hi. Hi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, um, do you do, I just joined, um, do you, do you do relationship reading? Whatever wants to come through. Just ask your question. I was wondering... Um, do you mean Donovan getting back together? Oh my god, that's so weird. Did you hear the beginning of the show? I was in my picket card, there was a Donovan that came through. <laughs> which is not which is not in you know, a very common name. Yeah. Donovan energy. Okay. And your first name is Nicole. Yes. Okay. Okay, was there already a breakup? And then you decide to get back together and work through things? Uh, yeah, back in March. Okay, because that's what I'm seeing. I didn't know if that was past or present. Let's see. You're really trying. Don't censor yourself. Be as real as possible is what I'm hearing. Um, well, you guys are trying. I, I'm getting in the short term. I don't know about long, long term because, you know, right now it is showing that breakup and then deciding to try. Um, there's, a tr- there's a trust issue, right? Um, I'm, my end there is, but also we're fighting about, like, uh, finances this time around. Yeah. But it's the trust with you. That's why I'm hearing for you. I think if you don't censor and you just, whatever, you know, bothers you, don't store it up, really talk through. I think if you can open up your communication, then there's a really good chance for the two of you to make it through this. But sometimes Mm -hmm. you let things go or let things slide or you don't want to bring something up. But I think it's better to talk about it. You know, sometimes a good thing to do, I've found, is, Go someplace out of the house. Go for a drive, or go. Hey, can we talk about this? Uh, let's get or get a bite to eat and talk about this. 
get in a neutral place, a place that's lighter. So it doesn't feel like so heavy with, oh, we got to talk about this again. We got to go through this. You know what I'm saying? Um, But I would say, yes, you can do that and then build up the, the, the trust. Because I do feel mm-hmm. you're moving into a place of you're trying to make it work. Both of you are really trying to make it work. But like I said, there's trust issues also on your part and not to censor. So that all mm-hmm. of a sudden stuff is stacked up, you know, and then it's kapowie, you know, at the end with so much stuff. Right. All right, Nicole, keep us posted and good luck, okay? Um, yeah, just the communication right now is just that's the issue. That's why I'm not speaking right now. That's the one issue we have. Yeah, well, because you censor and then it comes up. So if you were bringing stuff up as it needs to be, you know what I'm saying? Um, right. Just give it, just give it a little bit of time, and you need to decide what it is that you need for you, not to censor your needs and wants or hold hold back. Why? Okay. Right. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. I think you mm-hmm. I take care. Bye bye. All right, let's see. I don't know if this is our guest or not. Hello. Hello, Michelle. How are you? Is it oh, George? Okay, this I have a different George. number for you. Hi. No, George. this is okay. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing great. Thank you much for having me oh you're so welcome i love it i i was looking for a different number i they give me had given me a different number than what you ha, are showing now so i was waiting for that but anyway all good all very good so let's um we're going to be talking energy um dive in a little bit i want to know a little bit about your just background or what you were doing before and how did you um get to where you're at now, what you're focused on now. So my, my new book is called Protect Your Light, a Practical Guide to Energy Protection, Cleansing, yeah, we'll and Cutting Cords. And just, yeah, we'll get into that. I want to know a little bit about you, how you, you know, a little bit about you before we get into your book. Yes, of course, I'm getting there. So the reason I'm so passionate about teaching about energy protection is because it literally saved my life. When you go back to uh, how I started, I, was, I grew up in a very small Mediterranean island in Cyprus, a small community where did not accept a lot of change and a lot of difference. So growing up, I always felt like I didn't fit into this world. And I was one of those weird spiritual kids just talking to flowers and staring up in the sky and uh, asking life big questions. But as a result of being so different, I always felt like I had to change myself to fit into other people's expectations of me and trying to people-please, essentially. So from a very young age, I developed people-pleasing tendencies. So fast forward to the time that I was 13 years old, that's when I realized I was gay. And at the time, gay people were considered to be pedophiles and criminals in Cyprus. It was a very small community, and there was a lot of stigma and taboo around it. So with my people-pleasing tendencies, there was no way I could take on yet another label to define me. So I decided to do what I did best. I decided to change myself from gay to straight one step at a time. And that's when I entered the two most debilitating years of my life, where every single day for Mm -hmm. two years I was trying to change 
who I was really born to be. I tried to monitor the way I walked, the way I talked, the way I behaved in the world. And when I couldn't change who I was born to be, I'm like, you know what? I'm a human abomination. What's the point of existing? And that's when I decided to take my own life. And in what would always remain in my head as a very dark night of the soul, I had a bunch of pills. I had written a letter to my parents and I was ready to put an end to it. And that's when... I had an epiphany and I saw the answer that was always available for me, but I couldn't see because I was resisting it. And that answer was stop caring what other people think about you and just learn to love and accept yourself exactly as you are. And that's when my spiritual journey started. I didn't know how to love myself. All I knew was mm. self-loathing and and self-hatred, but I was willing to change. And that's when the universe got me on a spiritual path and introduced me to different modalities and practices, teaching me how to find all the answers that I needed and all the acceptance and love that I needed within me. So in writing Protect Your Light, it's all about realizing that all our thoughts, our emotions, our behavior should come from our own authenticity rather than from other people. So the way I define okay. energy protection in the book is that it's the art of being energetically authentic. It's about ensuring right. now, that what ours is George, out and what there is theirs. Up, was the, yeah, when you were growing up and you were thinking this way, I need to change myself, did you have any gay examples or people that happened to be gay or did you anybody around you or media, TV, magazines, anything? No, there was nothing about it. All, all about gay people was just uh, a lot of judgment. There was a lot of stigma around it. There were really no uh, examples of gay positive experiences for me to, to look at. It wasn't even talked mm. about. Wow. So do you feel that that maybe pushed you more inward or more into spirit? Do you feel like not having those reflections and then going through that difficulty, do you feel that either opened you up more to spirit or spirituality? Not really. It really led me into no. depression. And, and it mm. got me into a path of realizing that instead of looking for other people's approval, I should start and find all that approval within me. Mm. Okay. So the spiritual aspect, how did you start? So it sounds like the mental emotional got it addressed when you were saying, I shouldn't look on the external or other people to define me or make me happy or try to please them. So that's more the mental, emotional. Where did the spirit or spiritual aspect begin to come in? So right when I had my epiphany that I decided, you know what, I'm going to learn to love and accept myself, I opened myself up to magic, whatever that was for me. And right about that time was a time that I was reading the Harry Potter books. And I was really fascinated by the combination of magic and love that I saw in the books. And I searched to find it out in the real world. So that led me to witchcraft and Wicca, and then I got into affirmations, and then I worked with angels, and then I worked with meditation. So Step by step by step by step, I was led down this path of spiritual modalities that helped me develop my spirituality. Yes, okay. So that's the, the, the opening into the other dimensional. You started exploring more is what I'm hearing. Exactly, yes. Yeah. So now in that exploration, where did the understanding of energy begin to come in? 
Well, first of all, the very fact that I allowed other people's expectations of me to really affect me in such a deep way, eventually, in retrospect, I realized I was allowing other people's thoughts other people's emotions, other people's energy to become mm. a part of my energetic field. And then mm-hmm. as I t- took back my own life, as I took back my own thoughts and emotions, I understood not just the cognitive and the emotional component, but the energetic component behind that as well. And eventually as I evolved my path, I started studying energy more deeply. And that's why in Protect Your Light, I talk about all the different types of energetic attachments that we can meet and see out in the world that we are not aware of that can clutter our energy field and create thoughts and emotions and a sense of purpose that's not ours. Yeah, that's so important because everything is energy. Thoughts, actually there's machines that can read the energy, uh, the the, the energetic units of thoughts, so let's talk about that, different, different ways that we can be influenced, right, positively or negatively. Yes. So in Protect Your Light, I talk about the different energetic attachments. Some of these energetic attachments are psychic daggers. This is energy of attack or jealousy that other people are directing towards yeah. us. There are toxic cores of attachment that we have not just to people, but to places, to past lives to uh, objects, to events, to uh, anything in our life we have a relationship with. There is residual spatial energy, which is energy that other people, including ourselves, leave in space, like physical space, and we catch on later Mm -hmm. on as we walk through different spaces. We also have spirit attachments, different low-level spirits that just linger around just uh, trolling for, for people who are vulnerable energetically and just siphoning away our negative energy. And there are also collective thought forms. And these are the collective frequency of different limiting thoughts and limiting beliefs mm. and, and, and fears that just linger and we can uh, unconsciously connect ourselves into. Yeah. And that one, so important, which of course corresponds to the, through the etheric into the astral, which so many of us light workers are not only clearing up our own individual, but that as well, the collective thought forms that get animated, right, and reanimated. Um, very, very important. Because sometimes people are affected by those and they don't even know that, you know? Yes, there are collective. So what, what collective thought forms are, they are the vibrational clouds of different fears or limiting beliefs. So let's say, for example, the limiting belief of I'm not good enough. The collective thought form of that includes every single thought or emotion about that that has ever been thought. And it's just like a vibrational cloud of that that we can unconsciously hook ourselves into and it feeds us with more of the same, keeping us stuck within that emotion. Yeah, absolutely. And Different areas, different collectives can have more or less of that. There's different congealing thought forms. Um, And it's important to be able to break those up. Uh, So let's say they use a euphemism. They're not clouding us, right? They're not causing that. um, Absolutely. Yes. So I think it's important that we all have tools that we can use to, first of all, understand how energy works, how energy affects us, and also how we can daily tune in and clear ourselves. That's why in Protect Your Light, I teach a seven-step process of consciously cleansing and strengthening our energy. 
Mm, yes, very important. Yeah, share a bit more with that because it's funny. Somebody I was talking to the other day, a client, they said, well, I've already done that. And I said, well, do you brush your teeth every day, you know, usually twice a day? <laughs> and I said, yes. I go, these are processes, exercise, we, you need to do every day. If you go for a walk or jog or, you know, do yoga or go work out. I think sometimes people think they just do something one time, but it is this continual process. And especially sometimes it could be more or less depending on what we're going through or, you know, our environment or whom, whoever is around us. But it is something to do on a regular basis, right? Absolutely. In the, as you said, in the same way that we brush our teeth in the morning and we put on clothes, we also need to put on our energetic clothes as well or cleanse ourselves energetically. I always teach, and I teach this in the book, that if we don't, if you've never cleansed your energy, it's like you've never showered in your life. So you'll energetically sink because you'll have all these different thoughts and emotions and energy attachments from other people in other spaces that are cluttering your energetic field, literally affecting the way you think feel and behave in the world and you're following someone else's purpose in, in, in this mm-hmm. perspective. So there are, it, it's, not, it's not a hard practice to do. Yes, it's a seven-step process, but once you learn to do it easily, and then it, you can finish it in like five minutes every single day. And I just want to share quickly the three steps of the process, which are the main steps. And step number okay. one is identify. Step number one is identify, which is all about tuning into your energetic field to psychically scan and identify what's there, what, what energetic attachments are cluttering your energetic field. Then step number two is clear. So you're using different practices that I teach in Protect Your Light, all about cleansing yourself. And then step number three is all about shielding. It's all about putting the right shield that's going to either amplify your energy, transmute your energy, or repel energy coming towards you. Because yes, the white light bubble is a powerful shield, but it's not a one-size-fits-all. There are different types of shields to use in different situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes you don't want to use the white light bubble because it can a- attract or draw in also. Yes, so in Protect Your Light, yes, I distinguish between transmuting shields, amplifying shields, and repelling shields, and also how to layer those shields to ensure that you're getting maximum benefit. Mm, Lovely, lovely. Wow. Yeah. Now, one thing I wanted to ask you about, because there's a lot of conflicting information, um, and sometimes with some people's skepticism, about, well, let's talk about, a little bit about 5G, uh, you know, EMF, and digital, yes. digital emanation um, from our devices, even certain types of lights, I know like fluorescent lights. Uh, maybe if you can talk a little bit in a way that our listeners can kind of get some ideas and also some uh, of what these do and how to know also if we're being affected by it and what to do to protect. Yes, of course. So when we talk about technology, whether it is our phone or 5G or anything technological that is in life, it also makes a sense of vibration, a sense of energy. And that affects 
the energy of the planet and also the energy within our bodies. The, uh, the vibrational frequency of the earth is a very specific vibrational frequency that when we are aligned to that frequency, we're in peace and we're in balance. However, all these different in, uh, technologies around us, they emit different vibrational frequencies that can mess up with the vibrational frequency of the earth and also of our own selves. That's why there are different tools that we can use to protect ourselves. Something that I teach about in Protect Your Light is working with crystals, a great crystal to use that attracts and traps electromagnetic frequencies is a crystal called Shungite, with, yeah, written with S-H-U. Shungite is a powerful crystal to attract electromagnetic frequencies. Also, the blue light that emerges from our screens can be easily mitigated with blue light glasses. I'm wearing mine right now, which basically mitigate a little bit of all these frequencies, the blue light that is reflected into our eyes and messing oh, up I our circadian rhythm. Yes, yeah, it's a great way to, to protect now, that. What do you, do you but like also, the Shugnite or yes. Shugnite better than, uh, let's say, black, I mean, I know black tourmaline, some people say, and I know obsidian's another good one for actually absorbs the energy, draws it in. But specifically for digital, are you saying those Shugnite, Shugnite? Shanghai is great when it Shanghai. comes to attracting, but of course, other crystals as well can do the same kind of thing. I've just found that mm-hmm. Shanghai is more powerful. Okay, okay. Shanghai, okay. Cool. Yeah. And what about, what do you think about wearing it? Like if you're going to be, or where would, let's say they have the uh, Shanghai. I keep calling it Shanghai. Like the rapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so here's a fun practical exercise that every, anyone can try. And this is something that I teach in Protect Your Light when it comes to wearing crystals or just holding a crystal and having it with you. So crystals, they also emit a vibrational frequency that when you have it close to you and consciously ask that the vibrational frequency of the crystal creates a shield around you, then that entrains you, meaning it brings you in alignment with the vibrational frequency of that crystal. So, for example, we would work with black tourmaline. Black tourmaline is a great crystal to repel or absorb negative energy. So mm. you can hold the, 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 the uh, black tourmaline crystal in your hand or wear it and then ask the crystal and visualize the crystal emerging this powerful light all around your aura all around your frequency, and repelling whatever negative energy is coming towards you. So this is how we create, as I call in the book, crystal shields of protection. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm glad you say this because I'm shamanically trained. I work with crystals, and I just talked about this. You're the first person that's all said that. You have to ask. They are live. They are living. You have to align. Oh, of course. To, yes. And you have to – you're the only – George <laughs> – you're the only one that has said that, that's talking about crystals. So thank you for that. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm, I'm so glad because yeah. what, what I like to do is I like to connect with the oversoul, the collective frequency of the crystal. And therefore, instead of just working with the crystal you're holding, you're working with the collective essence of every single of those black tourmaline crystals on the planet. Oh, beautiful. Yes. So I hope people are listening. Yeah, because a lot of times people, they just get it and kind of mindlessly wear it or put it someplace, and there's no real, first of all, attunement, alignment to it, activation, and there's no asking because we're working together. 
our energy field, our higher self, our oversoul is working with that being. It's, I don't know, it's like showing up to work or doing something, you're collaborating with someone, you have to connect in and, you know, ask, you know. Yes, it's a partnership. Right? It's a partnership. Yes, That's yes. why in, in Protector Light, I teach that the earth is the most powerful energy protector. And what I encourage people to do is reach out and partner with the earth's elements and the elementals and work with the earth's practices, the cleansing and the shielding practices of the earth to create the same kind of energetic shifts within them too. I love that. And I love elementals. Oh, I'm so aligned. Do you find um, through your connecting with other people that I know I have and others, so I'm wondering, you know, where you're you're calling from Europe, uh, that more people are connecting one more with nature and also elementals. Do you find elementals or light beings uh, that manifest such as through orbs? And the elemental beings, are you finding them more active now or is it just more of our awareness of them? I, yes, I am finding them way more active. I believe more and more people are looking less out into the stars for wisdom and they're looking more into the earth right now. And there's nothing wrong, wrong with looking uh, for guidance in the stars. There's so much wisdom out there. But I am right. very passionate about the wisdom we can garner from the earth because there's so much here that's available to us. And the the reason the earth elementals are reaching out uh, to connect with us and they're more present, like mermaids and unicorns and the fairies and all the different types of elementals, the reason they're so popular right now is because... uh, uh, Well, we'll say something that's... it's going to be a little bit tricky for, for some people to understand, but I come from a background in geography, so I studied the Earth's uh, practices from my scientific perspective as well. So what our, my teachers always used to tell me is that it's not about saving planet Earth. It's about saving the human race <laughs> because yeah, the Earth has been here for 4.5 yeah. billion years. We've been here for a few hundred thousand years, and therefore... We're destroying the earth, but really who we're destroying is ourselves because the earth knows how to find balance, even if that means Mm -hmm. kicking us out of the system. So the reason the elementals are so popular right now is because they want us to stay here. They don't want us to Mm. go. And they're like, guys, girls, just get to keep up. It's time to respect us so that we respect you. Mm, Yeah. Now, George, I love what you're saying because it so ties into this this phase of the awakening, and it's also in the astrology, Uranus conjunct um, Taurus. Um, it's all about embodying the higher vibrational frequency energies and living the higher vibrational frequencies on the earth, through the earth. So the, our body is so critical right now to this phase of awakening and adjusting to this new emerging consciousness and the higher vibrational frequency. But the earth, we're meant to do it in the earth in partnership with the earth. So it, it, to me, it really makes sense what you're saying. You're helping people get it. Because I know in a lot of the, you know, the, the talks, especially like Christian, you know, they, they always think that their ascension is like getting out of the earth, popping up someplace else. And that's mm. just not true. It's about this embodiment. Um, so maybe that's part of what you're doing, too, is helping people understand that and giving them tools and processes to be able to actually embody it within themselves and 
through the earth. Maybe reconnect oh, 100%. Yes, that's why in, in Protect Your Light, I, I don't have practices to working with angels or other extraterrestrial spirits. I'm all about working with the earth for this exact reason. And this embodiment that you talked about, Michelle, I, I talk about that mm-hmm. in my previous book, Light, Lightworkers Gotta Work, which is basically the message of the Ooh. book as well, in the sense that we are light workers, not light chillers. <laughs> so we need to yeah, put but... our light to work. We need to embody it and do the work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love that. And you're so right. I mean, the earth has so much, not so much love, but so many messages continually giving us. I mean, the animal beings, you know, the, the animal medicine, the birds, everything. I feel like lately is just screaming at everybody, you know, in its own lovely way. But like, you know, look up, wake up here. I'm telling you, I'm giving you this message, you know. Um, now, do you think the human? Do you think more people are getting it and noticing? I think more and more people are getting it. Firstly, because there's so much information available, and now with the internet, we. I mean, I'm in Cyprus, and you're in the U.S., and here we are having a conversation. So that alone allows us to communicate and and spread more and more information. But at the same time, it's not a coincidence that unicorns and mermaids and fairies are so popular in popular culture. That's their way of reaching out to us, and more and more people are reaching out to connect with the elementals and therefore benefit from the wisdom of the earth. Now, what would you say to people that are listening? Just just something you think that could help people connect? Because I do agree, a lot of it is like looking outside ourselves or looking up, looking up, up to the skies, up to the heavens and the planets. And I'm also an astrologer, so I get it. I love the other dimensional and planetary experiences. But we have to and feel this on the earth plane what do you think helps people connect more to their body and the earth to embody this first of all just realizing that the spirit that they're reaching out to it's not really up it's just here 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 yes there may be spirits in different planets and in different dimensions, but it's all available for us right here, right now. But then when it comes to connecting directly with spirits from the earth, it all has to do with being more conscious when we are out in nature. It has to do with, rather than mindlessly walking through the park, spending some time to feel the wind on our faces, to feel the sun's warmth on the face as well, to walk barefoot, to smell the flowers. It's in these moments of mindful connection with nature that we we get to communicate with the elementals. And you don't have to be psychic, quote-unquote psychic, to communicate with the elementals. When you're sitting on the beach and staring into the water and you're feeling this calmness and this open-heartedness, that calmness and open-heartedness is not entirely yours. It's a co-creation between you and the sea, and therefore it's a co-creation between you and the mermaids, and therefore it's a message from the mermaids, and therefore you've just communicated with the mermaids. So again, you're saying, highlighting this idea of the partnership or co-creation. So exactly. That's yeah, sounds really important. And again, that mindfulness, that slowing down and being more aware in the interaction or the connection. Oh, I love this. Oh, I love this. I love this. It's key. I mean, that interaction, the slowing down, the mindfulness. Um, 
Now, I do have another question. So we're talking the earth. One of the things lovely that we have on the earth game, this earth plane, um, is the interweb or interweb. And, of course, that brings in things like social media and mm. actually, oh, let's talk about social. Because I recently had a, 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 someone ask a question. I don't know if it was my Patreon or YouTube channel. I don't remember what it was. But somebody said, I'm like, we have this January 6th hearing. There's just all this stuff. And they're like, how do I know too much is too much? Or I feel like all this negativity from social media, from television is coming at me. Now, some people say, George, I, they say, I want to be aware of what's going on, but I don't want to watch too much of it, or I feel if I, if I do, I can feel it coming at me. Some people have actually given yeah. that to me and said, I can feel it coming at me. Any thoughts on that? Because a lot of people are asking how much is too much, how much is too little, or if they are going to view it, is there a way in which they should be viewing it that's, that's more life-enhancing? Well, first of all, in, in Protect Your Light, the part four is all about digital energy protection because I think it is so important in this time and age. But what's important to understand about digital energy protection and the, and the digital world is that it mirrors the physical world. And therefore, in the same way that there are different energetic attachments in the physical world, we find them as well uh, energetically within the social media, within TV, within the digital landscape as well. And psychologists have even uh, termed and coined the term emotional contagion to refer to this phenomenon mm -hmm. of someone sharing something in one part of the world online and then someone else reading it right across the world and feeling that negative emotion that the other person is feeling. So we have emotional energy spewing out literally from the digital landscape, from our screen into our lives. So just understanding that the two worlds, the digital and the physical world, are interconnected and a mirror of one another is important to help people realize that we have to protect our energy online as well as offline. Now, when it comes to watching the news, I'm all about balance. Mm -hmm. I'm all about being informed but not indulging. Because mm. when you realize the purpose behind TV and you realize that their purpose is not really to educate you or to inform you. That's 10%. The other 90% is all about to hook you in and keep you attached to the screen for as long as they can so they can sell you stuff and so that they can make money and reach their advertisement budgets, etc. So when you realize how it works logistically and from a business perspective, then you no longer buy into uh, their tactics and you just use it for your own benefit to educate yourself but you're not indulging. Mm, okay. So the way in which, um, how do you view things if you do if you do watch? Oh, I don't. Do you just go away. You don't. <laughs> I, okay. I have okay. never watched the news. It's been years. <laughs> but for, yeah. for the people okay. who would like to. They're, they can stay informed by reading the news titles or uh, just scrolling like through their phone. That's the easiest way. If I want to do something, I may go to Twitter where I can read a tweet and that's it. But I, I'm not going to – I don't even have a TV for this reason. Yeah. Well, I find you get – if you don't – there's so many things that I've never seen or watched that are going on that I hear either from other people. And if I need to know more, I'll go. But I don't consciously yes. seek it out, and I think that's a I think that's a good um, idea. That 
one reason I don't is, well, first of all, because I believe consciousness trumps everything. So if you're working on consciousness, raising and healing, then you're helping. And so much that they show you, you can't do anything anyway. It's not going to yes. be, right? And so I don't really understand. I've never kind of understood that. Why are we watching things that we can't do anything about um, and are not uplifting us? Yes. Unless you want to do right, unless you want to do something, I guess. If you want to find a way to, if that's if you have a calling in a certain direction. Yes. If something um, is important enough, it will reach you. You will know about it, and then it's up to you to do something about it, rather than just buy into the whole drama. Because drama is addictive, and again, psychologists have found how drama releases uh, like uh, endorphins and serotonin within yeah. us that keeps us addicted onto the drama and keeps us wanting more. Yeah. Until you do enough healing. I Years ago, I'll, I'll tell you that I had this client that we did a lot of repatterning, emotional work, and then, I don't know, it was months later, and, they, and I asked how they were doing, and they said, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just feel, I don't know. I feel just blah, but not blah. They couldn't describe it. And I said, oh, you feel kind of in the middle, in the middle zone? And they said, yeah. And I go, like, there's no drama, something. And they said, yeah. And I go, uh-huh. that's called that's called peace. <laughs> because they had so that's much emotion. <laughs> yes. Well, they had so much emotional triggering in their life and this one particular relationship that they ended up moving out, you know, moving on from, that there was this overstimulation constantly and also walking on eggshells. Yeah. Um what would you say? Because, see, if you haven't had that, I mean, once you get used to it, it's great. But you're right. Just like changing an addiction, when people are moving away from that, it does feel like something's missing or wrong or blocked mm-hmm. because you don't have those, mm-hmm. I don't know, the, the charge. Um, is there anything specifically people can, can do? Because I do know sometimes what happens is people start to move in that direction and then they revert back because, like you said earlier, the addiction, they're used to that feeling and they don't have that buzzy feeling now. Yes. So something that I teach about in Protect Your Light is I teach both tactical and energetic tools that we can use to protect our energy online. So when it comes to being addicted to social media, for example, or to TV and drama, etc., whether it is online or offline, a, a tactical tool we can use is being clear about our intentionality behind what it is we're doing. So being clear as to, okay, if I'm getting on social media right now, what is the intention behind it? Am I getting on social media to consume or am I getting on social media to create? And therefore, when you have that intention, when you know what you're going there to do, then you avoid the endless scrolling that we all inevitably fall into once in a while. So having that intentionality is important and also realizing that, yes, Digital, the digital landscape and all the digital cities, that's how I call them when it comes to Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, they're different like cities with public and private yeah. spaces. 
digital spaces. So just, just because they are these digital spaces does not mean that we don't have control. We need to realize we are the mayors of those cities, and therefore we can go into our privacy settings, and we can choose what to see and not what to see. If we don't like what someone mm-hmm. is sharing, we can mute them, we can unfollow them, we can curate our feed to ensure that we're only exposed to good and positive information. And this way, we can progressively become less and less hooked into the drama of it all. Yeah, I love that. Because I'm surprised how many people feel like they don't have control. They're like, oh, I got sucked in, or I got this, I got that. Something you said, though, I feel is key. You said the intentionality. So you're... Yes. Yeah. So people are sticking to what their intention is. And I love what you said, to consume. You really don't need to, you know, minimal consume, but to create. What's the reason you're going? I love that. Yes, because if we're light workers, then we're going to go on social media to to work the light, (laughs) not to be sucked into the darkness of other people. So it's very important to know exactly what we're doing with each social media site and why we're going there and for what reason and how long we're going to spend there. For example, I never scroll through my Instagram anymore. I just literally go there to create. I scroll on TikTok, yeah. but I put limits to myself. So it's all about like creating physical boundaries and also energetic mm-hmm. boundaries too. Yeah. Now, would you say, George, so in a sense, what I'm hearing also is that the physical boundary is an energetic boundary and maybe the energetic boundary creates a physical boundary. By what you're saying, I'm seeing that there's an interconnection between the two. There's definitely an interconnectedness between the two, as is with everything when it comes to like a physical world and the energetic world, there is, they're always interconnected. However, I think we also need to approach energy protection online from a solely energetic perspective. And that's why in okay. Protect Your Light, I teach how to create, for example, a digital amulet to protect yourself mm. against energetic attack online or how to perform a digital space clearing ceremony where you go into the ethers of your social media sites and you clear out all the energy that has been accumulated there. Mm, love it. Love it. Wow. All right, George. Okay. Um, what, where can people get protect your light? Um, you also have something protect your Also protect your Right. Yes. So if you go, so Protect Your Light is available everywhere books are sold, including Amazon and all bookshops. But if you go to protectyourlightbook.com, when you purchase a book from any retailer and you put your order number into the sign-up box that I have there, then you will get a free 90-minute online workshop with me entitled Psychic Scanning Online Workshop, where I teach you how to turn on your psychic vision so you can scan your body and identify all the different blocks that you can clear them. Okay, great. Oh, George, this has been great. I've really enjoyed this conversation. Very insightful and very enlightening. Yeah, I love what you're doing. I love you bringing it to the earth. I love it. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you take good care. You too. Okay, bye. All right, Radiant Soul Lights, uh, that's it for us today. Um, if you want more information on George Lizos, that was our guest today, uh, you can go to, oh, well, Protect Your Light is the name of the book, protectyourlightbook.com. Wow, love that. Love that about intention, setting the intention 
people you're online or or consume social media you know all anything that you're consuming all right so like um if you want to connect with me more so playground.life of course uh come connect with me hang out on my youtube channel uh instagram and let me know how you're doing all right everyone always continue to shine your light share your insights and of course keep away Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?